leaders and healers, gamers and clamors, ladies and gentlemen from around the universe, from around the globe, from around the community, wherever you are, passively listening to this podcast or actively listening to us on whatever platform you're on. I am your host, Anthony Cheem, speaker, life coach, trainer, friend, author, just wanting to serve you at the deepest levels possible that everything I've learned in the past 20 years on the Power, Purpose, and Passion podcast, this is, a, this is a podcast where we help you. We guide you to claim your power, clarify your purpose, and cultivate your deepest passions. You know, discussing wisdom, strategies, anything that I've learned in my in my life, in my 39 years of being here, almost 40 years soon, and wanting to share with as much, as, with as much passion and love as I possibly can and congruency with inside myself. And um, thank you for joining us wherever you are again. Cameron's from Chatham. I'm in Burlington. And thank God for the technology that allows us to speak to everyone, whoever's listening to this and to this community here. And we're going to continue this process of Q&A. And this has been a successful Q&A process because I find a lot of people ask me different questions that have listened to my podcast, either live in person or send me a message. Say, hey, could you talk about this? And I think this would help my kid or this would help my friend and uh, I'll send it to them. And so it's been good that way. So we're going to continue this. And this one is called The Secret of Habits and How to Build Healthy, Strong, Positive Habits in Your Life. And habits seem to be a big thing in these days that, you know, I have the bad habit of overeating, I have the bad habit of not exercising, I have the bad habit of procrastinating, or I have the good habit of exercising. I have the good habit of saving my money. I have the good habit of um, praying and meditating. I have a good habit of spending time with my children. Whatever it might be, you, you in order to develop and discipline yourself to get to, to inculcate and condition those habits takes, honestly, it's very simple. It's just not easy. So we're going to talk about this uh, in, in detail, oh, as much detail as possible in the next 15, 20 minutes, and we're going to cover a few things. So we hope you enjoy the show. Cameron, what's going on? How you doing, my friend? <clears throat> Thank you for asking. I'm doing really well. Um, you know, again, I, I think I said last night I woke up like 10 minutes ago. I feel that again today. Uh, <laughs> me and my roommates always seem to stay up till like 5 a.m., so it's a great time. But... Um, on the topic of habits, I'm really excited for this because I've been able to get rid of a lot of bad habits um, and adopt a lot of good ones very quickly and easily. And I don't know if it's just because of the type of person I am, but I've been like, I was just able to stop destructive behavior, you know, start eating healthy and all this stuff within like a day. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I'm a huge advocate for purpose and when you have a purpose bigger than yourself you could drop any habit in a, in a heartbeat i promise you that yeah. like that's just the way i am i don't know but mm -hmm. when i feel like this is something i need to do anything yeah. i need to get rid of to get there or anything i need to do to get there i'll do it and that's yeah, yeah. basically how i feel when it comes to like passion and purpose and like really yes. having a burning desire for something because yes, at that point you're if it's burning then you're willing to do whatever, you know? So yes, anyways, that, that's just my perspective on uh, habits. So, you know what? I, I can thank you for, for saying that because it's true. If you don't have a reason to build and develop good habits and create new ones, and there's just kind of, you're just like, yeah, it'd be nice to exercise and get into it. And you have no burning desire or blazing determination. You have got no real reason to actually start an exercise program. Uh, let me tell you something. Building that habit, that exercise habit is, will become way harder. But if you go to the doctor and your doctor says, whoa, uh, you have diabetes, whoa, you uh, have this disease, you have this health problem, and uh, I, I foresee in the future based on my medical expertise that in the next year, you're a ticking time bomb, so you better start losing some weight. All of a sudden, that becomes your purpose. 
to just lose weight so you can just be alive. And I see it all the time. People that people that actually have a heart attack uh, and survive actually have this have a great chance of living a long life only because it's such a painful experience that they don't want to die. That they a lot of people perceive that as 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 a as a second chance, and they had now have a reason, a strong purpose to actually start inculcating and 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 conditioning new habits and behaviors so they 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 can actually build a better life healthy lifestyle because it's not about the how long you live it's how you live and the quality of life with with which which, which you live it and uh, it starts with energy it starts with the vitality it starts with the flexibility stability and and the functionality of your body your mind and your spirit working as one cohesive unit but in terms of overall habits are concerned you're absolutely right there cam we've taught we've done many podcasts on purpose we've done many podcasts on claiming your power on cultivating your passions, all these things. But there is, I wanted to cover one thing and, and maybe perhaps after I finish, Cam, you could tell people out there how you did it. Like, I know you, you talk about purpose and you, you know, we talk about having passionate about it, but what are some certain steps that you took to actually, to, to, to literally dissolve the old habits and then create new ones. So we'll talk, I'll let you talk about that after, but there is something called the habit loop and it's a three-step process. And all that basically means is Anytime you go into a destructive habit or a constructive habit, usually what happens, there is a three-step process that happens. Usually it's un unconscious. Often there's a trigger. Something happens with either inside you, a feeling, a sensation, a thought, an emotion, or something external to you, like the time of day. Uh, it could be the people you're around, the environment you're at. Take, for example, why do you think that Cinnabon is never near the food court? You ever, you ever wonder why that like Cinnabon is always like in the, one of the different aisles because they want what you, that, 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 that smell of Cinnabon to be distinct from every other smell there is, including coffee and other foods, because they want that aroma to go, wow, to literally just ignite every fiber in your being and smell. You're like, oh my God, an olfactory sense is the most powerful. So if they can get you to smell the Cinnabons, they, once you get that smell and you get that yumminess in your tummy and you got your, your goosebumps all over your body, you're wanting to go there and you want to eat that Cinnabon. So what's happening in that process is this. You were triggered. There was stimulus in your external environment. It could be an emotion. It could be something like boredom or sadness or loneliness or anger or stress. People that say, so I stress eat. But, but before you actually eat, there's got to be something that triggers you. It could be an emotion. It could be a time of day. It could be at work. It could be anything, something on TV, an advertis advertisement. There's so many different triggers. So the first part is trigger. The second part is you go into a routine. Usually it goes into autopilot. You basically Pavlov, you hear the bell and you start salivating. That becomes the routine. So you trigger and you go into a routine of eating. So you get triggered at Cinnabon. You go into your routine of, oh, I want that Cinnabon, desire, 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 and you almost become infatuated. You become, you your self-control and willpower gets thrown out the window, window, and you go and buy it. And you find yourself observing yourself eating this thing when you know it's not the greatest thing for you. Hey, listen, I've done it. We've all done it, right? And you end up eating it, and you're like, oh. So the third part of it is you get sort of first part trigger. You go into a routine, and then you go into the reward, which was pleasure, or the feeling of relaxation, or the feeling that of accomplishment, the feeling of de-stressing yourself. So trigger, routine, reward. Trigger, routine, reward. And that happens all the time. So the key to breaking negative and destructive habits is, number one, we talked about this throughout the Power, Purpose, and Passion podcast. It's all about first awareness. Awareness is what's triggering you. 
Now, oftentimes you can't get rid of the trigger itself, but you what you can do, you have the power to be aware of what's triggering you. And before it becomes a full-blown autopilot monster, you get triggered and then you become aware. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm about to go into my emotional pattern. I'm about to actually go into this routine of overeating, over drinking, or over smoking or whatever it is, or biting my nails, whatever it is you're doing. And, and then once you get into that routine, it gives you a certain reward, a feeling, a sensation, whatever it might be that reward you're looking for. Now, the key here is this, according to psychologists, when it comes to habits is this, you don't want to change the trigger and you don't want to change the reward. You want to change the routine. And I was actually explaining this to someone just earlier today about, about the habit loop. And I was talking to them saying, listen, you get triggered. Let's say your trigger is stress. You get bored or you get lonely and then you're like oh woe is me and you have this emotional pattern you go into and then you're like oh i gotta make myself feel better by eating to connect with myself to make myself feel better because there's food around and you get that sense of certainty you meet all your six human needs all this stuff we i think we've talked about that before in this podcast anyways you do that you go into a routine and then you get that feeling of de-stress relaxation all the blood rushes to your stomach and you feel so much better but then there's that point where you're like there's this conflict that goes i enjoyed it but i knew it wasn't good for me i, I always do that so the key here is awareness to know what's triggering you. I'm out. I'm about to be triggered. I'm about to go to my habit, not to change the trigger, not to change the reward, what you change and what you have the power to do more so than any change the routine. So rather than reach for the crappy food, initiate going, all right, what would cleanse my body and give my body as much energy as possible? If you catch yourself being triggered early enough, you will have that sort of space to actually make a more empowering decision. So awareness of the trigger, you're about to go into this emotional pattern. It might, it might erupt to, you can't control over it, to take control over it. It might become totally uncontrollable to the point where you can't control it. And then you go into your routine and then your reward. Okay. So you trigger, then you go routine. So I, I specifically, I told this person, I said, rather than choose the crappy food, the donuts, the pizza, whatever it is, literally take one of the smoothie recipes I gave you and go immediately to making that smoothie and drink it without hesitation. And once you drink it, you've done the routine, the reward will set in. Now your brain's trying to convince you because it's it's so used to actually getting the reward from bad food, from the routine. It, it can't, it can't, it can't literally rationalize that healthy food's going to give you the same reward. So it convinces your brain and your body that, oh, you need to, have, you need to eat the cookies to get that reward. When in actuality, let me tell you something, I've done this many times in my life where I chose healthy salads or healthy smoothies. I drank it within, within seconds. My, I felt better. I felt I felt cleansed, I felt energized, and I felt this feeling of like, wow, I overcame that habit. I conquered that 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 that, that emotional pattern and I'm creating new neural pathways to create that new habit, that new constructive positive habit in my life, a positive addiction. And let me tell you something, I, now when I get triggered, you know, uh, emotionally, what I'll do is I go, oh, I'm about to go and reach for that food, or I'm about to go in my destructive patterns. I acknowledge it, I love myself for it, I give myself compassion, and then I enter into a new routine of doing something nice and loving for myself. What's the most loving thing I can do for myself, which is choose the smoothie or the salad over the crappy food, and then I get rewarded going, wow. Rewarded in three ways, by the way. Emotionally, physiologically, and also in your self-esteem and confidence, knowing that you can overcome these little triggers, overcome emotional patterns, because guess what? You are the commander behind what's being commanded. You are the learner behind what is being learned. You are the experiencer by, by what, by, uh, behind the experience. You are in control of what's be behind, behind the controls. So you got to know that. So trigger, routine, reward. Tr once you get triggered, remember, remember, 
remember the awareness. Go, oh, I'm about to be triggered. I'm, I'm, I'm already triggered. But before it becomes too intense where you can't control it, literally break the, break the pattern, go into another routine that gives you the same reward. That's the key. So hopefully if you have any questions about this, send me an email, send me a Facebook, whatever it is. So Cam, let's go back to you. How, how did you do it other than, I mean, you, you talk about power and purpose and passion and all that stuff and having enough reasons to, 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 to develop good habits and to break old ones. But uh, you know, based on what I've said about the habit loop, how did you personally create new ones using that sort of framework? So <clears throat> when it comes to the habit loop, you're talking more about like if someone has an addiction to something. Mm, yeah. 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 So like, well, 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 okay. So, so he, here's, here's the thing. So when it comes to the habit loop, what I'm doing is, is breaking bad addictions or bad habits and creating new ones at the same time. Cause in order to create, in order to break a habit, you got to create, not just break it. You got to create a new one. Cause otherwise what happens is your brain will try and figure out another equally destructive habit. Like people that quit smoking, they quit cold Turkey and then they go to food. You get what I'm saying? So you want it, you want to use a positive vehicle to replace that negative habit in that habit loop itself. So hopefully I uh, clarified that. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So when it comes to that, um, personally, you know, the, the, the moment where I turned my life around, I was, you know, in a band for the longest time and I guess I really just didn't do much with my time. I just watched a lot of TV and played a lot of video games, uh, showed up to school sometimes, and then I had gigs on weekends. Uh, or band practice or whatever and for a while that's how my life was for years and then you know I started uh, doing filmmaking and YouTube and a bunch of other things and I was passionate about it like really I didn't want to do anything other than that with my time mm -hmm. and so it wasn't even a matter of like avoiding triggers um, and that kind of stuff it was like mm -hmm. I didn't, the trigger just didn't phase me whatsoever because I could not stop thinking about becoming a better person, about mm -hmm. growing as a human being, yeah. about um, getting to where I want to go with my goals and whatever. Like I was just, yeah. uh, I, I had a literal burning desire. I still do. I still do yeah. have that. Um, yeah. I was reading Think and Grow Rich, right? And throughout the entire book, there's, I think, 13 steps to, uh, yep. like, uh, riches or whatever. Yeah. I wasn't yep. really after money. I was just after overall success in any area that I choose. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, the basically, I feel at one point he said, ill health will never bring success. And <laughs> I'm not even yeah, kidding. Yeah. In a heartbeat, I was like, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll start. Yeah. I'll get rid of all the bad stuff. And I did it, like, in a yeah. day. Um, I stopped drinking pop. I stopped, yeah. uh, you know, eating um any animal products i started mm -hmm. eating a lot of vegetables a lot of fruits a lot of nuts a lot of a lot of seeds everything um i even started exercising um i was told that you know successful people wake up early and i was not mm -hmm. a morning person but because i could mm -hmm. not stop thinking about something because i had a burning desire got up in the morning and was able to do it no matter what and yeah. i think it all just comes back to having a reason and it's weird too because i didn't want to be healthy i didn't care about health I didn't care about my body. I cared yeah. about that thing that I wanted. Yeah. And yeah. in order to get that, I needed energy. I needed yeah. to be yeah. vital. Yeah. And so, yeah. So yeah, like I, I feel like a lot of the times your habits won't really have to do with the actual thing. I remember um, yeah. the author of the Miracle Morning was uh, 
he was talking about how during a recession, I think it was 2008, he basically was in a really, really tough place. He was losing his house and his car and it's like him and his wife were having a really tough time. And then he called up a friend, like last resort, like, man, I need to talk to you. I'm in a lot of trouble. And his friend said, wake up every day at 5 a.m. and go for a run. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what? <laughs> Dude, I need mm-hmm. money. Like, what is this yeah. going to do? But like, it doesn't yeah. make any sense. But sometimes a lot of the good habits that you build are not, he didn't wake up to run. He didn't wake up mm-hmm. early just to wake up early. He yeah. wanted to be a successful business person. And so what I'm trying to get at is when it came to me and my habits, it had nothing to do with eating healthy. It had nothing to do with getting up early. It had nothing to do with creating a work ethic and creating good habits and, and being productive. It had everything to do with fulfilling what, what I wanted to do, fulfilling my, my burning desire. So I really think that is like the number one fuel for yeah. any habit. And I'm yes. not a psychologist. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But just from experience and what other people have said, the emotion behind it is the power that you have when it comes to building good habits and getting yeah. rid of bad habits. I remember yeah. uh, one more thing as I got in a car accident. Uh, this is probably like I was three quarters into the book. I get in a really bad car accident. Um, thankfully, I was like untouched. Luckily, I don't know how. Mm-hmm. But at that point, it was like something inside of me was saying like, okay, you have all the information now, go, go do it. And that was emotional, big time, being yeah. like uh, having to go in an uh, ambulance and go to the hospital and all that stuff. It was very emotional. And so that was another push for me. Uh, my grandfather mm-hmm. passed away in March. That made me want to be even more healthier. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, then as, as the as the years went by, I just kept diving into this stuff and I've, since that car accident, I have had an addiction to living an effective life, living a full life, living mm-hmm. each day, each minute, um, and have it like matter. And, and the weird thing is like, there are moments that, all the time that I just sit around and do nothing, but it still feels like, like a meaningful experience. And I mm-hmm. think deep down, Burning Desire 100%. We had an entire episode on Burning Desire, did we not? Yes. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, I, I really highly suggest, um, like, before anything, just ask yourself why you're here. Why do you care in the first place? Why are you yeah. living? Why do you wake up yeah. in the morning? Why do you get out of bed? Why do you talk yeah. to people? And why are you yeah. listening to this? Really figure yeah. that out. I think that is uh, number one. I don't know. I, no, no, you're absolutely right. You know, you know here's the thing there, Cam. You don't necessarily need to be a psychologist to know this stuff. The, re- the reality is that you don't have to be have a high, high, high IQ or some some magical formula to change your life. You have to have that desire, that hunger, that drive that says, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I hate where I am. I don't like who I am. That's what I did a long time ago. I just, I looked in the mirror. I didn't like who, what, what I was looking at and where I was going. And I, that created that sort of spark, that fire in my butt to finally say, that's you're headed on the wrong path and you have to make some changes. And I got to make that change happen now. And I, I have to say, you know, when it comes to uh, reasons, you talk about reasons to change and having that burning desire to change. I mean, I remember that one story about the man that was uh, trying to quit smoking. 
and his his daughter was you know he was trying every 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 single method humanly possible and finally his daughter said dad i want to you want to quit smoking it's not good for you and and the father said i've been trying it's just really hard and the daughter said yeah but i want i i want to see you walk me down the aisle when i get married and he had this moment of like pain like real severe pain when he thought like wow that's a possibility. I'm, I might not be alive to walk my daughter. And that was his leverage. That was his reason to quit. And he never smoked again. And uh, everyone has those, not everyone's going to have that moment, but you can use virtually every moment, every painful moment to get disturbed enough to go. That's enough. I mean, I just recently, you talk about ch changing habits. I recently did this with two of my clients. You want to talk about reasons to change and build new habits. I challenged two clients of mine. I said, all right, how committed are you to weight loss and, 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 and working out and building healthy lifestyle? And they're a little bit overweight. And they're like, yeah, I just, I get it on this path and then I, then I screw up and this life happens. And then, then I go off the path. I said, all right, how committed are you? And they basically said, I'm really extraordinarily committed this time. I said, great. I said, what's what I said, what's what are you committed to this to the point where you're willing to do like virtually anything I tell you? They're like, yeah, I'm ready to do it. I said, all right, for the next 30 days, you're going to eat extraordinarily healthy, eat as healthy as humanly possible. And when it comes to junk food, like let's say the food that you, you, that you are addicted to, that's not good for you. Name one food or a, 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 a category of food that you don't, that you like, but you know, it's not good for you. And they'll say candy or pastries or donuts or pizza. And I'll say, all right, great. The next 30 days, you're not going to touch pizza. And if you do touch pizza, you're going to go, I'm going to, we're going to go to the store together, or you're going to go and buy it. And you're going to take a picture of dog food that you're going to buy and you're place it on near your fridge that if you were to choose to eat that bad food, you're now going to eat that dog food in front of me, that whole can of dog food. And they're like, oh my God, that's so disgusting. What am I doing? I'm creating enough pain associated to that actual eating of the good bad food that if they eat the bad food, then they got to eat the, the, uh, the, the dog food. And so what happened? Both of my clients have succeeded. This is about a month and a half, two months ago, have succeeded extraordinarily. Well, one of them lost probably 15 or 20 pounds. And the other one has lost of five or 10 pounds itself. And let me tell you something, when you, when you have enough reasons to do something and there's enough leverage that you can change virtually anything, you can move any mountain with enough leverage. And uh, that, that just goes along uh, with, uh, the same lines of wh what Cameron was saying. I mean, I had to burn desire. I had enough reasons that my current behavior, I, I basically found something greater than my pain that said, I'm, I, 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 I want to be, I want to make a difference in the world. I want to make use of my past and all the baddest choices I've made to impact teenagers, young people who are struggling like I struggled with. And, that, and right now I'm living a life where I'm helping teenagers. I'm helping young people, uh, through my life coaching practice and, and, and through this podcast and through many different means and delivery systems and roles I play. So, um, but yeah, if you ever get a chance to listen to that burning desire podcast, just type it into YouTube or whatever it is, uh, whatever platform we're on in Spotify, um, um, and just keep on listening. And one of the things I, I tell people, you want to build a good habit. I listen to audio programs and read every single day. I told, I tell this people, and I know you've heard this, heard me say this before, um, where you will be in two years will depend on what you read, what you listen to, what you watch and who you hang around. And that will determine a lot, a lot of where you're going and the habits that you're going to be building over, uh, the short term and the long term. So one of my habits that I do is definitely read every day. I was reading this morning for a good half an hour. Uh, I meditate, I pray, I work out every virtually every single day, six, seven days a week. Uh, 
Um, I'm listening to audio programs while I'm driving. I'm not listening to the radio. Well, although it is Christmas, I'm listening to Christmas music. Yeah, I love Christmas. But I do listen to a lot of audios. And I've got probably like, no joke, probably like six months. If you were to play, press play on my audio programs, self-help, spirituality, what educational programs, it's probably six months worth of audios that if you press play nonstop 24 hours a day, I'd have that many audios. And I, I, it's an investment in myself and in my ability to serve people. So it's aligned with my purpose. And just like Cam said, he wasn't about eating healthy. It wasn't necessarily about exercising. It was that the more he exercised, the more he more he ate healthy and developed those good habits, it would get him closer to his purpose and living his dreams, living his, his outcomes uh, in a real time now, not later on, but now. And you've got to associate, if people that, are, that struggle with exercise, if, if you can find a way to, to associate your highest values to exercising, like some people that are like, yeah, I exercise because I, I don't like exercise, but I want to be a good example for my children. So I'm exercising for them, not just for me. So that if that's a strong enough reason, then use that reason. So I uh, have a couple of clients that, that use that as well, that they, they put enough leverage on themselves to build those healthy habits for not to themselves, but the people that they love and the impact they're going to have on other people. So building healthy habits, you know, uh, condition new habits, have that burning desire, have that purpose. Think, if you want to listen to this again, just listen to it uh, a few times about the habit loop. If you want to ask any questions, if you like this podcast, by all means, you know, subscribe, comment, like, ask questions. We're here to serve you. We're going to continue, continue this Q&A session and in and, and, uh, and answering your questions, answering clients' questions, uh, general questions, uh, specific questions that you want to ask about life, about relationships, spirituality. I've studied it a lot and I'm here to serve you and here to give you the best of what we got on the show. So thank you for joining joining us. So to your continued upgrade and evolution, live it up with power, purpose, and passion. We love you and God bless on whatever endeavor and whatever journey you're on. Thanks guys.